I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. All right, here's the deal. So America gets back to work. You want and need every possible advantage out there to succeed in the new economy. Smart companies run on NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud-based business system. So receive your free guide right now at netsuite.com slash school. Here's the deal. What are you selling in person or over the phone? Doesn't really matter. People still will make a mental image of you. So if you're on the phone, they will see you even though they can't see you. And when you're in person, obviously, people can see you. Now, I always say you got four seconds to establish those three crucial things. But what I also say is that that's when you're on the phone. When you're in person, you actually have one twenty-fourth of a second. That's how fast the brain reacts. That's when the initial judgment gets made. Someone sees you, and we know this because we have these functional MRI machines that actually they scan a person's brain while they're processing information. And you can see when you flash someone a picture, within 124th of a second, the judgment center of the brain lights up. It's first the occipital cortex, and then right to the judgment center, and boom, a decision gets made about someone. It happens in 124th of a second. And again, in the same way as tonality, because it's unconscious communication, it's all based on patterns of behavior. In other words, when we are trying to move our body a certain way, dress a certain way, make a certain amount of eye contact, a certain handshake, even a certain bow if you're in the, in the, uh, the, the, the East, right? What happens is there's an accepted way that experts dress in certain professions, how they greet you, how they act, how they move their bodies, and in the same way as tonality, we know what experts are supposed to look like. Not just sound like, we know what they're supposed to look like, and we know what they're not supposed to look like. So I mentioned this a bit before, I think, about the law of congruency, and it's also, of course, in your training, but so much of body language comes down to this law of congruency, which means the way you should dress is the way someone, an average person, would expect an expert in your field to dress. So, for example, I think I used this, uh, this one before, if you're a plumber, and you show up in a three-piece suit, people are saying, what the hell, this is like, this guy's gonna probably overcharge me. Or if you're driving a car, you know, Mercedes-Benz S-Class, they're gonna get nervous. They say, wow, this, how is this guy gonna pay for the suit? You know, how's he gonna pay for the car? He's probably gonna overcharge me. And conversely, you show up as a plumber looking like a schlubby grease monkey, you know, and you and you, you dirt all over you, and there's like a tool belt hanging down, halfway down your legs, and your ass crack is showing, right? Well, that's not gonna work very well either. Maybe you'll say, well, he's a plumber, but he's certainly a sloppy, dirty plumber, and he's probably gonna make my house a mess and leave my house you know, dirty, and he's gonna bring track dirt in my house. I don't want this guy anywhere near me. So there's a certain best way to dress if you're a plumber. How? It's pretty obvious. You know, you'd wanna wear a crisp uniform with maybe your emblem, your company name on it, your name beneath that, a nice fitting tool belt, clean pressed clothes. But you're not wearing like, you know, or, you know, fancy, elegant clothing here. You're dressing congruently for your industry. 
So again, if you want to say, you know, how should I dress? Well, look around. Where are, how are the top producers in your industry dressing? What do they wear? That's what you should be wearing. That's called wrapping your package. It's one of the cornerstones of body language, wrapping your package for success. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, I've been in situations where like just there was one person in the room and I could just tell by the way they were dressed, by how they carried themselves, by the way they made eye contact, shook hands, that they were people of power, that they were the most important person in the room. And the crazy part is whether I was right or wrong, just imagine the currency that gets you in terms of the first four seconds of a conversation taking control, right? So what you do with body language and wrapping your package is that you essentially open up the possibility of influence. You get it? It's not like you dress a certain way and you close a sale because you dressed a certain way. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that if you have, like, you know, you make eye contact correctly and you shake a person's hand with the right handshake. The point is body language is not about I'm going to dress this way and that makes me a top producer. Rather, it's about dressing a certain way to open up the possibility for influence. If you're perceived the wrong way, you never get the shot to show your stuff. You can't use the straight line because you can't take control of the sale. So body language, I look at it like this. There are some things that we can control. We can control the way we dress. We can control the way we shake hands with someone. We can control the amount of eye contact we make. These things are easily within our control. We can control how far away we stand from someone. We can control if it's a man, should we be directly in front or corner off? Now, all of these tactics and strategies are in the training. You have to learn them. But the point here is that if you don't apply them, shame on you. These are easy things to learn. They're just like, okay, when I'm in front of a man, I'm gonna stand, seriously. It's like that stupid simple, right? So what this does, it essentially tips the odds in your favor. Imagine it's like creating this almost downhill slope for you to go down to close the sale versus you being perceived the wrong way and you're fighting this uphill battle the entire time because you haven't perceived correctly. So you could be an expert in your fields. You could sound good. But because you dressed the wrong way or didn't make the appropriate amount of eye contact or shook hands away that pissed someone off or, or put them off, made them think that he doesn't care about me or, you know, whatever, he's trying to be dominant with like, you know, the crazy rag doll handshake or the limp wrist, the dead fish handshake, right? If you do these things, what they do is they're like almost like notches against you. And very often in selling, it's not any one thing that you do that causes you not to close the sale. It's very often death by a thousand cuts. It's like a nick, a nick here, a nick there. And before it's too many nicks against you, and before you know it, the sum of all those nicks said, you know what? I just don't trust that person. I don't really like them. And it mostly comes down to that, that second 10. You, the salesperson. Too many nicks against you. These are easy things to use to your advantage. So why not use them? You get it? 